Welcome back, everybody, to episode 15 of Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we're going to talk about the new Aladdin and Endgame trailers, the Mermaid School and Captain Hook Pirates crew coming to select resorts, the new Crapery coming to France Pavilion, and the Topolinos Terrace coming to the Riviera. Stay tuned. Are we going to just drag the Aladdin musical for Phil, though? Oh, yeah, that too. Drag it for Phil. We're going to poop all over it. (laughs) It's going to be fun, guys. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Brady McCleary, also known to you guys as Brady Cam. And with me today, I have the one, the only, the beautiful, talented, lovely, all the adjectives, Annie. The most superlatives. Hi. Hi, guys. It's Annie, also known as at WDW Collective on Instagram and also Twitter. And we also now have a Twitter we're just yeah. taking over social media. We're, ma- we're making our own social media empires. We're making social media our bitch. Like, <laughs> it's going to work for us eventually. We'll, we'll get there, guys. We're, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. So a lot of stuff happened this week, man. A lot of Disney um, news. Yeah, lots of news. Lots of um, lots of things. Uh, lots of new trailers. Ugh. Sorry, I'm struggling, guys. Brady just had surgery, guys. He had surgery on my foot, and it's just making everything so inconvenient. So now I'm like, I should have tried. I should have practiced on which positions would be most comfortable, like earlier. But I like to play it uh, dangerously. Yeah, I'm currently just holding the microphone on top of one of my little (laughs) sound pads and just chilling. I've considered getting one of those, like one of the mobile microphones that you could like plug into your phone. Because then you could do, like, if you're at the parks, and I'm sure I'm not saying anything that podcasters don't know, but um, you, you have the ability to plug it in your phone. And if you were at the parks, then you could handle it that way. I'm, yeah, I want to get one of the ones that you can um, attach to the camera, too. Like, and it's got, like, the oh, fuzzy yeah. stuff on it. So, like, the boom mic. So you can uh, vlog. So I can vlizzog, and they also have for the type of microphones that you and I have the the Yeti Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, it has it's like a stand, and it's kind of like a boom stand, so you can kind of maneuver it around. Yeah, I and that helps that with train. like the reverberation, like from the desk that it might be laying on. But for now, I just set it on top of a uh, a little sound pad, and yeah. it works just fine. You know, a little little handy dandy tips if you're thinking about starting a podcast. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely learning as we go. Oh yeah, I'll tell you that. But honestly, whatever we're doing, I think we're doing it right. You know, people seem to seem to enjoy our presence. Y'all think we're amusing? I think we're amusing. (laughs) I think you're hilarious, (laughs) and we all know I think I'm hilarious. Yes, yes. So why don't we start with the new trailers that Disney released this week? Because they were well, real. As you get, I'm gonna have to let you, you know, headline that oh, one yes. because, as we all know, I don't watch El Traileros. Um, and now it's kind of like a personal thing. Like even I when like I go to the movie theaters, guys. yeah, when I go to the movie theater, that's when I'm like, all right, you want popcorn? He's like, the trailers are about to start. I'm like, sorry, Matt, I'm <laughs> off to get popcorn. <laughs> that's actually one thing i do like about going to the movies i love the trailers i hate that there's commercials i hate that that drives me absolutely crazy oh yeah the sound vision commercial uh, or whatever before or just like random products like pepsi or whatever and, and i get it like they want you to go out there and, and go buy some pop and yes i said pop because i'm from ohio and <laughs> oh my god i've heard that song in so long <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play that once we're done recording while I go back to work. Oh, my God. Yes. So let's talk. Let's start with Aladdin. So Mm -hmm. this one was a big deal. Um, This this new trailer that this new full official trailer that came out about Aladdin, because I think it's it it marked a turning point for people who are really very, very hesitant about this particular live action um, Disney movie. I did hear the the song clips from it. 
yeah. as far as the whole new world is because that's they finally gave us a tidbit on finally. that and finally. i will say i like how it sounds especially I do too. I do too. more than the musical which we'll talk about later yes. but it sounded so much like the original and like so it had all the feels of uh of childhood you know and your memory growing up that i don't know but that i only heard it like just that little tidbit and then i scrolled along the trailer was much i would say grander um they're really focusing on kind of the entirety of the movie i think people were starting to get a little too focused on the whole will smith genie thing i think he looks great um, I, I think his portion of the trailer was great. And I, I loved it that they showed um, the friend like me portion because it didn't sound anything like Robin Williams version. Cause I think everyone's kind of concerned that he's going to try and do some kind of version of, of Robin Williams genie. And that proved to me that this sounds like it's going to be different. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. And he also, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but Will Smith, I guess someone, did a drawing of yes. his genie and Robin, Robin Williams' genie, and it was just this really nice tribute he wrote to Robin Williams about not being able to fill his shoes. And yeah, it was, it was really sweet. I thought I loved that. It was very, it, it was, it was perfect. Like he, it was very nicely put. And yeah. you know, again, I think this the the Aladdin and then our musical conversation we're gonna have later on is gonna intertwine a lot, but. It, it got me thinking, and I guess we can talk about it more later. Um, why is everybody so up in arms about Will Smith being the genie? Because they're like, oh, yeah. he could never be the genie. But the musical has been out since 2014, and nobody said shit about that. Like, the, obviously, it wasn't Robin Williams. Being oh, that's a really musical. good point. So, Damn, Brady. Look at you, like, coming I back know. with, like, a serious full circle. You're right. Yeah, I don't think – and I'm just trying to remember when – so it came out – so for those of you, we'll talk about this later on in the show, but um, the Aladdin musical came out in 2011. But, there, yeah, there really wasn't um, – at least I don't remember, and I remember when this came out because I was just annoyed that this came out over Hunchback. But here – that's – <laughs> go back to our, our episode about the Hunchback <laughs> musical to hear our arguments on that one. But um, I just thought – and, and and if you see um, – God, what's the guy's name? And I'm like, I have to look at my notes now because I forget. Um, but – oh, James Monroe Engel Englehart, um, who, who was uh, the original genie on Broadway. Um, he's a very – he was very, very different. He really portrayed genie differently – than than robin williams like just from just remembering from that so yeah that's a super good point damn yeah like there has been Debate. multiple movies since since robin williams and i get it he's the greatest in the original and the best yeah oh for sure yeah. but he why is like everybody that. giving <clears throat> will smith such a hard time all of a sudden when there has been multiple genies yeah i Anyways. don't know i think maybe because will smith is just a really big star yeah and i think they're just in a big personality yeah. himself yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. He's a really big personality. So, but I, I that was the first because I've always I've been super hesitant about the whole thing about the whole sh the whole uh, movie. But this was the first trailer that got me excited. Um, so I, and I think the internet itself overall um, agrees with with that statement. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. I'm really hoping they don't add some of the and we'll again, guys, we'll talk about this later on. But I'm really hoping that they don't add a lot of the songs that they added for the musical, except for one. And we'll talk about that during the uh, during our little recap. Well, then let's move on to Endgame so we, we yeah. don't keep spilling all our tea for, for the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, I started it. I'm just like, <laughs> like brain blast. Why are we hating? So this is Avengers um, Infinity Wars. Uh, this is the sequel to Infinity War for those of you. I don't. I think you would be living under a rock if you didn't know what Endgame was. But it's the sequel to Avengers Infinity War. Um, so it takes – so I, I noticed too is that it actually takes place – there's quite a bit of time from when this – from when Infinity War happened, the, the um, Thanos' snap. I'm snapping my fingers because for some reason I think I'm friggin' Thanos over here. And um, and when this movie occurs. So there's supposed to be like a significant amount of time that's gone between. Um, I When they released, they released the new trailer this week. They also released a new poster and I tweeted about this and also posted it on Instagram. 
um, why Captain America is seemed is seeming the central of the entire uh, poster. Like, I feel like that's foreboding in some way, and it makes me concerned. Mm-hmm. But he is done. Chris Evans is done playing Captain America. He has said so. I don't know if this means that he won't die or what. Ooh. I'm concerned. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I have no clue. Matt, that's that's cool. what Matt said. He, he commented on that tweet. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. I think he said he was going to see he was going to die. I was like, thanks, Matt. He did. Like, party pooper. I was like, wah, wah. <laughs> but no, I'm super excited. I'm And and the other thing is I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. You're going, <clears throat> you're going today? No, I've seen it. Oh, you've already seen it. Oh, that's right. Yes, you did. And you yeah, said next next Friday I have a date with Matt. We're gonna go see Shazam a week that's early. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. a week early. Yeah, oh, Zachary Levi. What? But a yes, sexy Captain dude. Marvel. The fact that you haven't seen it yet blows my mind. Um, it was. Time. Yeah, time. you have it a lot. You had a lot going on. I guess I'll give that a pass. Yeah. But <laughs> it was so good. Like, I like the oh, superhero movies. I love you. We all know I love a strong female lead. Mm-hmm. But I was very uh, reserved at first. Now we're talking about Captain Marvel and this is supposed to be about Endgame. But anyways. Um, well, that was, it, 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 so my question so about this is like, do I need to see Captain Marvel before I see Endgame? Because Endgame comes out at the end of April, I believe. See it. Or into May. So um, I'm like, I'm not going to go see yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely I go see see captain marvel as soon as you can i don't think you need to but i think what was really great about this one is not only was it kind of like an origin story for captain marvel mm-hmm. but you also see a whole lot of fury in it too and it's almost kind of like a, uh, an origin story for him Interesting. so i just thought it was so much fun like it's super empowering take your nieces take your daughters take your moms like it is like your sisters, your cousins, take everybody to go see. It. I thought it was just so good. And That's everybody it. on my Facebook who said it was meh is a misogynistic pig and they can suck my butthole. I saw that. I was like, oh, this is some fighting work. Because there's like literally people who are like, oh, it, that entire movie could have uh, just been in the end credits of another movie. Like it's oh, basically just saying on. that she's going to be an end game. And I'm like, uh, yeah, she is. And well, how duh. come she doesn't get an origin story lord have mercy people are people need to sit down sit down sit back in your seats sit back in your seats. it was so good it gave me life i absolutely loved it and um i can't wait until you see it so i don't spoil anything so i'm gonna stop there that's no, okay and i i know that's what's just i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna have a weekend free to go see it like literally in the foreseeable future because this weekend i have going to visit some friends in another city then the following weekend we're having my some i think i think the following weekend is when we're having my birthday dinner with my family and then the following weekend we're in disney so after di- after dinner with your family you're gonna go see it with your family that sounds nice <laughs> that sounds like a plan <laughs> oh no Maybe suddenly you're too. ill and you can't go to work one day oh no <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick <laughs> i'm sick <laughs> Thanks, Karen. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. <laughs> I'm glad you picked it up. But I think, oh, I'm a big Mean Girls fan. Don't don't you worry. I'm also, I'm embarrassingly a huge fan of the Mean Girls musical, which I'm so we, against. We briefly touched about that, and so, I was surprised. Yeah. It's embarrassing because I'm so against Broadway <laughs> making so many of these movies or making movies into musicals, and it just drives me nuts. But the music is just so fun and catchy, and there's such a bop. Bops, plural. Well, that I also I think that it. it helps that Tina Fey yeah. worked so closely on the musical. That gives it incredible. So, yeah. Well, her husband did all the music because her husband's oh, a composer. Wow. Yeah, so um, he did all the music for it. And so I felt like that gave it some credibility. But the well, songs yeah, are just so like, fun. don't F this up or we're divorcing. Like, this well, is my yeah. legacy. I, it, it, <laughs> this is my legacy. <laughs> that is so true. So I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait for Endgame. I think I've been reading some of the articles because I'll go like full nerd and like read all the articles that are trying to interpret. Like, There's a whole thing about why are they only showing the color red? And like it has to do with something of one of the stones, the reality stone, and Thanos is, you know, in the in the thing on his hand, whatever the hell that makes him snap. Why can't I think of it? Damn it! 
<laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. So like, yeah. I've just been going like whatever really deep into that. Make some snap. You know, whatever it's called, his his magic glove. I don't know. <laughs> this is embarrassing because I really do love Michael Jackson. Is my- <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> Did you see? We probably shouldn't talk about leaving. This is a pleasant, pleasant podcast. We don't need to talk about leaving. Never. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um. So next topic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. See it. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Let's talk about the Mermaid School and Captain Hook Pirates Crew coming to select resorts. I'm assuming this is kind of like the Jedi Academy kind of thing. Yeah, but but at their at sele- select resorts. So for Mermaid School, it's going to be at the Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, and uh, Yacht and Beach. And I love that they're doing this at each level of of a Disney resort, right? So we got the value for Art of Animation, the moderate for Caribbean Beach, and then Yacht and Beach, was a, which is a delight. We gotta resort. be real. The Art of Animation is considered a value, but it is not. You're super right. Friendly it's priced. not priced. I would say it's really priced more like a moderate. Like whenever I look it at really it on the is. website. Like if I were to yeah. want to go to uh, Disney and I was in this, and I was like, oh, Art of Animation or Caribbean Beach. It's like a $20 difference. I'm going to Caribbean Beach. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't. It, it, it's kind of a big jump. But anyways. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we digress. But um, yeah, so it's it's a fun little um, activity for I think they're really trying to broaden the activities at at the resorts and i and i've talked about this too as well my husband and i don't actually spend a lot of time at the parks we spend most of our time at the resorts um so i'm, I'm glad to hear not, not that like i don't think i can uh, maybe you i can maybe i can go to my main school it only said <laughs> on the disney parks blog it said that it was for ages four plus and so considering i will be 36 in a few weeks does that count that is, uh, <laughs> you can divide 36 by four yeah i mean it'll be fine but you get to you the 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 the, uh children are fitted with a tail so you get your own tail i'm very very uh sketch about those tails those little mermaid tails i yeah they they kind of give me the heaps like if you aren't a strong swimmer like that you're basically asking to drown it really they really scare me and we're not like i'm not trying to like pass judgment on parents but like I guess maybe I, I think I'm a decent swimmer, but I know if I put something like that on me, it would really like I feel like I would be very unbalanced. <clears throat> so I don't I, it just and, and they always have it at the pool that I belong to. Like they like kids bring them in. It's such a pain. Like uh, whatever. Anyway. So anyways, you get your tail. You get your tail and you learn how to do different like swimming exercises. You get to swim through hoops um, you get to learn all these little mermaid little tricks. So it's fifty dollars uh, for the hour. So it's only an hour long, um, and it's starting, um, I believe, at the end of March, early April. Um, but it sounds like a it sounds like a hoot. And I'm actually, I think fifty dollars for an hour of that. I don't know. Like I would think a good fifteen to twenty minutes would be spent trying to put the damn tail. <laughs> true but you get to keep the tail do you i don't know it didn't say i, I know, can't help so i feel like that would be gross well it'd be gross but also like 50 dollars for an hour and then like that's it that's a memory like Here's don't you take the robe for like the jedi thing no no you don't get to keep the robe what I don't think so. so. All those sweaty, nasty, like, dirty little children are sharing. Uh, I will God. not be letting my nephew do that. I will confirm this because both of my nephews are big, big uh, fans of the Jedi Academy. And so I will have to confirm. I don't think they do. I, don't I, I feel like I would have seen my nephews put that on and run around the house with their lightsabers. And I don't think I've ever seen that. Hmm. Hmm. But the other half of this is the Captain Hook Pirates crew. And this is just at Yacht and Beach. So this is for ages 4 to 12. And it is a scavenger hunt type excursion. Um, you even will get to go on like the pontoon boats and go around and, and try to look for some of the treasure, the clues that are put forth for you. And it also includes a lunch. So this one is $55 a child. And this begins at the end of April, April 28th. So I feel like this one actually sounds like a more of a deal than the mermaid school. (laughs) Yeah. We got to figure out what's included. Well, this one, like, I mean, you get lunch, 
The other one. I, I mean, like for the for the mermaid one, we need to we need oh. to figure that out. Like, if there's anything additional. Yeah. But this was according to Disney Parks blog, so I don't know. This is what they tell us. But it looks cool. I mean, they're starting to do so many more. Um, like I said, a lot of more activities at the the pool. There's a couple more activities that they talked about. That they're bringing to the resorts um, that we'll talk about probably next week uh, when we have a special guest, which is exciting. Oh my gosh! Um, special guest, very, guys, you ready for it? We're super super excited about it. But um, we uh, will probably talk about that next week because it's actually it's um. Uh, one of our, our, our bougier things that we talk about, and I've never taken advantage of, but they're bringing cabanas to Yacht and Beach. But I, I won't talk about it anymore, but I'm, I'm excited about it. Speaking of cabanas. Disney, though, speaking of Disney, they replied to my tweet twice oh, yesterday. Well, about? Disney World today. Uh, I posted the video of my Swarovski crystal uh, oh. band that I made. Yeah. And they, they, uh, commented a, a gif of the aliens from toy story going Ooh. oh fancy i love and when it dopey sticks the diamonds in his eyes and Aww. he's got like that dopey face of his I love that. yeah so Damn. i don't know i might make more uh let me know if you guys are want to like custom made wristband i'll make you one uh not for free though so fine print <laughs> those are some swarovski crystals yeah oh, hand placed oh or was it on your actual post? It was on my actual Twitter. Oh, it was on your Twitter. Okay. Oh, I, I did it on my story too. It's still there. Um, okay. You can, you can go to my story on on uh, El Instagramo and find it there too. <laughs> That's Spanish for Instagram. It's Spanish for Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, there's some really cool things that they're bringing to the resorts themselves. But also... There's going to be some new restaurants coming too. I'm actually really excited because of all places you would think, okay, so let me, I guess, backtrack a little bit. They're bringing (laughs) a crepery to the France pavilion. Yes. You would think that there would have already been a place to get crepes. There is. Is there? Mm -hmm. It's a little girl. Okay. Well, F me. I'm like, I've always wanted to buy a crepe. Because um, I just want to try one and be really cool, and I've never had one. Oh, okay. you've never had a crepe. So, I've never had okay. a crepe. I've also never had a macaroon. We've discussed this. That shocks me. Because they're I'm so good. fat and I should eat all the desserts? No, it shocks me because they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it shocks me because you're morbidly obese and you look like you've eaten literally everything get out of here no i'm shocked because it's so good they so good and they have one right now i mean they always have them in the i think it's in the patisserie um if you know where the if you go into the french uh france pavilion and you go where like the main gift shop is and then there's like the patisserie right there and then they're like all the way in the back right all the way in the back yeah that i did not know that existed until i went with my mom yeah, like, I, like obviously, I've seen like the front side of the gift shop, but I guess it's always been so busy in there it's that I never always, yeah. wanted to go dip back further where all those tasty little treats are. And they I, have some really cute, fun, delicious little treats. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I've never gotten anything from there because, as we know, I don't like lines or waiting for mm-hmm. things. So <laughs> I've never got anything there. But there is a little kiosk like along the path there as you're going past like chef de, chef de france um there is a little a little crepe stand but it's not like as expansive as what this this is going to be a full like sort of more so of like leaning towards the quick service type of restaurant but it's it's going to be a creperie all the same but it's going to be much larger and have a more robust uh menu than what the what the kiosk has too i think that's the same is it the same kiosk where you can get um the grand marnie slush i'm not sure it's one of those kiosks I, it can't be because i've gone to that like a thousand trillion times and never yeah, seen i it. think it's a separate one it so, might be one right next to it but i typically don't focus on the food while i'm there i go to japan and eat i'll get like the little yeah. um matcha uh matcha mochi like ice cream oh, ball yeah, things the little mochis, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then for the rest of it i'm just drinking margaritas the and the uh 
Violet Saki. Yes. Oh my god, I was so excited. I was watching Kyle Palo, who's an, a Disney vlogger, and he was getting uh, he was doing really interesting drinks around the world. Uh, but it was like World Showcase all day, and they kept just going back and forth doing drinks around the world all day through World Showcase, like all day long. Um, and they did get Violet Saki, and I was like, yes, live. It's so good. But they said it t- stains their teeth purple, and I was like, I don't think that ever happened to me. Brush your teeth. <laughs> for some brush your teeth but but did it ever stain your teeth i don't think it no, did no, i spend lots of time brushing my teeth and making sure they're as white as they are but even like right after you drink it like it's not like red wine no it, it never stained my teeth I, I haven't had that problem you must have sensitive teeth but anyways so, so <laughs> i'm all defensive those... now like mm, don't talk about my no, violet like, that way <laughs> Um, so for those of you who don't know what a crepe, I think most people know what a crepe is, but for those of you who don't, a crepe is, um, for lack of a better term, it's like a French pancake. It's very, very thin and very, very light. Um, it has some different ingredients. I forget. There's, I think one, it's like they use baking soda instead of something else that, that makes it lighter. But anyways, they're difficult to make because you have to, I've made them once and actually they came out perfect, which I was very proud of, but um my husband hates crepes so because they have kind of a weird texture um so i get where he's coming from on that uh and i don't like sweet crepes myself because a lot of times there's either sweet or there's savory crepes right and so most of the time you get them as a dessert but you can get savory ones too which are called galettes um Ooh, and i personally it all <laughs> i personally like the savory ones better than than the sweet ones but um it's supposed to be it's going to. It's made by the same people who are the people who are behind Chef de France and Monsieur Paul, uh, so you know it's going to be good. And it's going to be right next to the new Ratatouille ride, um, and it's going to focus on food from the Brittany location in France, which makes me excited. It's not. I don't so... know why I thought you were going to say Britney Spears, but <laughs> <laughs> derailed. I know. I feel like. I love when people call her Bertney. Aw, she's oh, my church. Bertney. Okay. <laughs> but I, I'm excited. I think it'll be cool. I think they need another um, – they don't have, like, really, like, a quick service area in France outside of the patisserie. Yeah, um, they got that in that ice cream shop. And the art, artisan de glace. Uh, yeah, so that's all they got. So they, I would like for them to have, like, kind of a quick service food stop because they don't really have that there. And, and Mr. Paul and Chef de France are like real fancy. So it's almost like it's almost so fancy that it's like not something I want to do in Epcot. Like, it, I don't know. I feel like I need to be dressed up when I go to a nice place. Like, I feel like it's weird. Like, you go in somewhere and it's like super nice. You go there, you know, like go there or go to the park, go back to your hotel, change, go back That's and go you know, all fancy. And you could do that. But then you're just like with people who are like, Sweaty, sweaty and you know, like suntan asshole. Yeah, like it's just like it's just not the crowd I want to be with in like a nice French restaurant. But here we are. <laughs> Man, I am in a weird mood. <laughs> and okay. there's one more new restaurant coming, and it's coming to the new Riviera Resort. I'm so excited. I can't. That's opening this month. It's opening in fall in the fall of 2019. So I'm assuming it's going to be. I bet you it's going to be Way open off. around the time for uh Star Wars. For, for galaxy's edge and you can book rooms i believe i thought i saw that that's, um, okay that's probably watch. what i was thinking about yeah, yeah. you can book rooms uh you better. yeah better you better book no but yeah it's called now. uh topolino's yeah topolino's terrace which in italy they don't call him mickey mouse they call him topolino and they call mini topolina oh that's cute isn't that cute? And I uh, was trying to put a like a Mexican uh, accent on that, and I'm glad <laughs> you corrected me. <laughs> well, so so the Riviera, the new Riviera Resort is going to be Mediterranean based, and and the story behind it mm, is it's context it's clues. Ins- I know it's inspired <laughs> by um, Walt's many trips to to the French Riviera and the, the Italian coast. I'm going there in the actual French Riviera. I'm actually going there in July. So Ooh, I'm super girl. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go there and then I'm gonna go to this restaurant and compare the two. <laughs> Such an no, unfair really, comparison. No, you should. You should because I know Disney strives to do things as authentic as they can. 
or they give do. you that mo most authentic experience that they can. So I think that would be a really cool thing since you have, you're going, you know, you're going to that area IRL. I think that'd be a really cool comparison for us to give to our listeners and, you know, your, yeah. your viewers on Instagram, like, this is what they drew their inspiration from. And honestly, it's a miss or honestly, it's a hit. Like, you know, they did a really good job or they could go back. You, you know, I, that's a good point. So I, I'm sure pretty much everyone here uh, knows who Lou Mangello is. who's the host of WDW Radio. And I was listening. I mean, he's the godfather of Disney podcasting. And we talked about him when we had Detour to Neverland on. And um, he has done some really cool segments like back in the day where he would bring people from the actual country, um, friends of his, and then they would go through the countries in Epcot and then be like, this is really like my country. This is really not like it. This is kind of like a illustration of the past or whatever. But it's always, it, it, I always found that like so interesting. Like um, in, in the Italy pavilion, I think the only thing there that's like really legit, like something that you would see in Italy or experience is Tuto Gusto, which is the wine cellar. That is very typical of like any little side place you can go in, like an Alimentari or something like that in Italy. Um, like that's a very, very true Italian experience. But the rest is kind of like very just, you know, kind of a hyped up version of what you think Italy might be. Um, so I think it would be fun to, to compare the two. But the wine list. I'll just, I'm, I'll just have to go with you. That's just come with me. It'll be great. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited about the wine list. You know, my husband and I are big wine people. So they're focusing specifically on wines of southern France and coastal Italy, which is exactly what, what I'm going to be feeding my face with for 10, <laughs> So while we're over there. That's exactly what's going to be in my bloodstream. <laughs> That's all. If you, and you know what's so weird? And for any of our listeners who've ever been to Italy, and I'm sure you will, or any, really anywhere in Europe, because this is kind of the case anywhere, you don't get hungover because they don't have the preservatives like we do in the U.S. in our wine. So, like, you you could drink, like, two bottles of wine, and, and not that I'm encouraging you to drink that much, but, like, no, she I is. did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, because there's no preservatives in the wine. So, it's just, like, you feel like a million dollars. Like, you're drunk, but you feel fine. Just don't drive anywhere, you know. Keep it safe, kids. <laughs> I'm Keep excited, though. Keep it real. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited. And apparently, there's going to be a roof, a rooftop area where you're going to be able, very similar to like California Grill, where you can watch the Epcot and 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 uh, Hollywood Studios nighttime shows, just like you can at uh, California Grill with you know Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom. I am pumped. I'm pumped for you. I'm pumped. Oh, look at that. I really want to come. I really need to talk to Matt about your April trip and me just kind of like showing up and ruining it. Um, you will not ruin it if by any means. That's when I'll have to get that mobile microphone so that we could record direct from Walt Disney World. Live from Walt Disney Resort. <laughs> it's so fancy. <laughs> so should we uh, get ready for our Aladdin party right now? Yeah, let me take my bowel prep. <laughs> oh my wait are you getting wait <laughs> I, i'm because i'm gonna shit all over it oh. <laughs> i was like are you getting a colonoscopy <laughs> <laughs> no because bowel prep is rough yo i've never had to experience it but i've oh. taught people who have it works it gets the job I mean, done. It, it gets the job done but for those of you <laughs> who have had an irritable colon for most of their lives like myself <laughs> i don't understand i i totally understand why my husband thinks i'm so sexy because i talk about my irritable colon but like <laughs> first i take maylox all the time and then sure, um, yeah, like, we're still waiting on you and you're just you know it's 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 the most foul thing you can ever drink in your life i'll tell you that it is foul foul you need to drink it like real fast and you drink like a friggin' gallon of it <laughs> And then you like pee out your butt for 12 hours. It's fantastic. You lose some weight. All I can say is you lose some weight. And There's nothing left inside of you. Like once, I'm one stomach flew away from my goal weight, right? That's me. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to talk about <laughs> Oh, wait, we weren't talking about Aladdin the Musical? Oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> you know, so here's the thing. Here. Oh. I'm going to go on a freaking tirade because like 
the reason, and I'm gonna. This is my opinion, and I think Brady, you agree with me. I think the reason why they brought Aladdin because it's a cash cow. Because when people go to New York City with their family, they are not gonna go take them to go see. Shit, I don't know. What's a big musical out there that you probably wouldn't take kids to? Avenue like, Q. Yeah, good example. The Book yes, of Mormon. Book, yeah, Book of Mormon. You're either going to see, honest, and this is like if you, <laughs> I strongly like ask that you guys experience more theater than this, but like you're going to Aladdin or you're going to Lion King or you're going to Wicked. What else are the basic musicals? That you take your family to. Is Jersey Boys still there? I think Jersey Boys is one of those too. Um, but anyways. Hamilton. <laughs> no, Hamilton is an is a is a great work of art. Plus, it's really hard to get tickets. <laughs> so they're not going to that one. Like, I would bring my kids to Hamilton 100 percent Oh, I mean, I don't have kids, but like I would if I had them, I would totally bring them to Hamilton. 100 percent History lesson, amazing music. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> I love Hamilton. <laughs> I love Hamilton, and I love everything that Lin-Manuel Miranda represents. <laughs> so Aladdin the Musical came out in 2011. <laughs> and they're using the majority of the original um, Alan Mankin, Howard Ashman music, but with any Broadway musical, any of the Disney movies that have been made into a musical, they've added a significant amount of music to it so they brought tim rice in to help um add these additional songs and whatnot because uh, unfortunately you know howard ashman died in 1992 um so they needed uh and, and i think tim rice did step in like after howard ashman died he stepped in like pretty much for any musical that um alan Menken worked on um after I will that. say um for i think i think it was the the Babcack, Omar, Aladdin, Kasim song. Yeah. Some of it kind of reminded me of like uh, earlier musicals like Bye Bye Birdie and... Oh, that's interesting. Like just the kind of the rhythm. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I could just kind of see guys and dolls happening, you know? But Yeah. uh, Yeah. And and I did like that even with some of these newer songs, because I got to be honest, I got, I, I had to skip through some of them because oh i get it i have too um but i don't even like what they did they to whole are world, very reminiscent true. oh no oh gosh I, I wrote a bunch of not so great things the i'll dive into one the creative freedoms in the songs you know like everybody knows uh, for example perfect example a whole new world you know i can show you the world not like and and that's what you expect. And you do expect mm-hmm. when it gets adapted into something else that they're going to try to make it their own. But that doesn't mean like you have the song playing in the background and then you go, I can show you the world. Doesn't that that's you out so hard? It, it, it. Like, then like just add all your own. Like that's not the song. Like, oh, what, yeah. what melody are you singing to? It's just and like such a letdown for true fans. That's how it is for the letdown. whole thing. I know, especially especially that song. Oh, that yeah, bums that me out. Just, they extend it. They add additional verses. I'm like, get out. And they did the same thing with. It's when, like listening when, to yeah. Beyonce try to sing Jingle Bells, but she's got to go through the entire like Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Tito. Can't yeah, think of it's it all so of a sudden. Thing. I uh, so uh, I loved. I I did love Adam Jacobs as. Aladdin. I think Adam Jacobs himself, just as a theater actor, is is great. He's got an amazing voice. I think it's cool that he played. Um, that's who he played on um, Broadway, but then he also did that on um, on the national tour. So I think that's cool that he continued. My husband is calling me. Hold on. I thought I heard someone knocking. Hey. Hey, the gra- the door from the garage is locked. That's weird. Okay, I'll be up in a minute. My husband is somewhat locked out. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Look, it was like the door from our garage into our house. Like it was locked. I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) So Adam Jenkins is awesome. Um, The guy who played uh, James Rowe Englehart, who played the genie, I think is the, the best thing about 
I think it's the best part of the, the musical. And he actually won the Tony for featured actor in a musical. So I think he's the best part of it all. Personally. You're the best part of it all. <laughs> How out of breath do I sound right now? <laughs> <laughs> not very. <laughs> not very. The one thing, and I don't know what you think about this, but my personal favorite song in the whole show is proud of your boy i was hoping you would say that yeah and it's it's i think the one true highlight of the musical this is a song that howard ashman actually wrote right before he died um for for the show uh, or for the movie i should say and they unfortunately had to end up cutting it out but if you watch one of the i think it's the most recent time aladdin came out of the vault or whatever you know when they sell the dvds or blu-rays yeah and they showed the like sketched animation that they did like how how it was supposed to actually look in the movie and they had adam jacobs sing it who's who who's the guy in the um the original cast recording um and it's just beautiful and it was so cool to just you know know that this was howard ashman's one of his last songs he ever wrote um and then also to, to hear adam jacobs sing it and then he's the one obviously who sings it in the original cast recording but if you if you haven't, I think it was like one of like this, you know how you get like special features on a Blu-ray or a DVD. Mm-hmm. But I bet you could probably find it on YouTube. I wouldn't be surprised if you could. Um, but it's worth it's worth a watch. And the song is about um, Aladdin talking about his mother. Um, you know, he's saying he wants to kind of straighten back up and not be so much of a straight urchin and and do better for his mom. And it's just a beautiful song, personally. I think it's a nice song to sing too. Yeah, I was like, I was listening to it and compared to the rest of the musical, like I was actually really taken by surprise, Yeah, like how nice it was. Like I thought it had a really cute, not cute, like like a beautiful message to it. And I thought it was really touching. It's touching. That's the word. Yeah. And I'm hoping this is this is the only song that I want added from from the musical. Is, is I'm hoping they do include this one back because it was, especially because it was supposed to be was, in yeah, the movie. In the movie. And I was glad they did a song for Jasmine, like, because Jasmine didn't really have a solo song. So, you know, they put that million miles away in there. But well, even that song, there were still like other people. She doesn't have like a true Oh, yeah, solo. it's not just her. Yeah. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll get her own solo. Because, I mean, look at what they did with their live action Beauty and the Beast. Like, they put, they Beast? took out new uh they took out some of the new songs uh from the musical but then they put in even newer songs that actually were not they're actually really good i was impressed by that we didn't talk about being the beast yet am i on drugs like no we have not oh my god we should talk about that one soon next time there's always next time there's always tomorrow i was gonna say that but nobody ever knows what i'm talking Dude, about i know that song you kidding me there's always tomorrow. <laughs> yes yes rudolph yes rudolph the rejected reindeer y'all that's a great i love that song that song is so sad well, I mean, it's not sad, but it's just like, you know, I, I'm a, I'm going to really digress here for a hot minute. I get really annoyed that people are mad that people find um, Rudolph not to be like, like he was really, really bullied. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and his dad and Santa treated him like garbage. Like, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch Rudolph every year, but like, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and it's not new. Like my sister it's not and a new I comment. picked yeah. it up. We picked up on it as kids. We're like, wow, like these people are really mean to him. And now suddenly they want something from him. And they're all like, oh, you're so great. It's like, I don't know. I'm not saying I won't watch it because people are all like, I'm not saying ban it, but like it's definitely not. It's definitely rough. (laughs) It's not like, like, oh, but he goes happily ever after. Like, yeah, because they wanted to use him. Yeah, it's like that that nerdy We're gonna that alienate you never hang out with. But suddenly, you want them to do your math homework. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Still watching it. I'm still gonna watch it, guys. This doesn't mean I'm not gonna watch it. It is good holiday fun. I'm just saying that damn, they treated Rudolph badly. That's all. That's all. Word. 
Jeez, people are gonna get all riled up now. We're gonna get hate mail. They're like, it's not <laughs> even freaking Christmas. <laughs> but that's all. I, that's all I have to say about the Aladdin musical. I am obviously you can tell I am not a fan. Brady's, we're not fans. Mm-mm. I wish they would get rid of it on Broadway and put Hunchback. I mean, I can't say it enough. Can't say it enough. If Hunchback goes to broadway like i'm gonna have to hit the corners and make some money like i need to see it <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go full pretty woman yeah i'm gonna be all like richard gear yep 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 i'll i don't know what i gotta do to do it but i'll get there you get you gotta make it to the broadway the broad oh sorry i'm struggling well, I don't know. Well, since we have a special, we'll just tease you with we have a special guest next week. But um, we might not be able to talk about our musical next week because of that. But maybe the following one. Yeah, we should talk about Beauty and the Beast because I've been I've been wanting to talk about that one. I'm I'm. It's a very special place in my heart because it's my first. Actually, it's my first Broadway musical I ever saw. Which shows my age. you know and like we can't really say anything about our special guest for next week because we want it to be a surprise but we can tell you is it's gonna be about disney (laughs) hey that's that's totally off topic for us (laughs) (laughs) it's a stretch guys like so you're really gonna have to bear with us yeah we're gonna we're gonna really go beyond our niche yeah niche Adiche. But that's that's all we got this week, dude. We're yeah, actually right. under an hour today. So. I know. I was just like, that's what I, I struggled to just now. I was like trying to see where we're at because I was like, that could not have been an hour. Yeah. And we're doing this actually since so. So for those, I think most people know my job allows me to work from home where I'm traveling. So I can kind of pop in and out whenever we need to record. But like yours does not. So you're home. So mm-hmm. it gave us a little bit of freedom. Yeah, I'll be home for two solid Freedom. weeks. Oh, for two weeks? Oh, Jesus, yeah. it was just one. Oh, damn. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, I don't go back to work until the 3rd of April. Oh, that's my birthday. Happy birthday to you. I got to go back to work. It's like the worst birthday. Actually, I have to travel. For you. Happy birthday. That'll be my birthday <laughs> gift for you. I'm going to defend defend the world. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I feel so honored. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> well, that's all we got, guys. We yeah. were very, like, concise. We didn't digress that much. I feel it, like we're getting the hang of this. Well, I love digressing. That's probably my favorite. But I, I am. Know. I'm hurting. I'm I'm on. No, babe. It's the Percocet, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just all, like, I've been Take staring at, computer, like, everything on I've been staring at everything on my little uh, wall, just like lounging here. I think I might forever always just lay down and do the podcast, but I feel so lazy. Oh, it doesn't matter. You could do I, it. Who cares? I hope it sounds good. That's it. It we did we so we did a little test because we're since Brady's not in his usual recording spot, but it sounded it sounded perfectly normal. So we are good. You could do this laying down forever. I do this at my bar. I ain't trying. I ain't trying. <laughs> well, guys. <laughs> ridiculous i gotta say you better go and download all of our episodes rate them all leave us a review subscribe follow us on twitter follow us on instagram follow us individually on instagram um you know just do it all follow us individually on twitter although i will say my twitter is not super disney friendly (laughs) that's why i have a two separate i have a regular twitter and then i have my WDW Collective Twitter, and then obviously we have the at NGU pod um, for this one. So I keep it, I keep it separate. You never know who's listening. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> it's just yeah, Twitter following is hard. Twitter's hard. I have not figured out like how to gain a following in Twitter. It's I think we're doing good on the um the at NGU pod, the never growing up podcast Twitter handle. Um I think we're doing good. Like we're having some decent growth there, but I guess on my other ones they're not as 
strong. I gotta figure. I gotta. I've been considering. I've had it since two thousand nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, my old my old Twitter. Or no, it's not even my old. It still exists at AM Dolls. It actually it has my maiden name, but that's how old it is. Um, and I have a, a relatively okay for a personal Twitter following there, but um, the other ones I gotta pony up on. So follow us, guys. We're oh. a good time. We say a lot of random shit. <laughs> if you think our podcast digresses, <laughs> wait until you try to follow my life. Wait, just just you wait. If we were talking about Hamilton like we were in, in the beginning. I got a musical quote for everything. Right? That's probably my favorite part about you. Oh, thanks. If, that, if I was in a right... Because no one likes that about me. <laughs> if I was in a right, you're my speech to be your best man at your wedding i would say mm-hmm. and the fact that she has a musical quote for everything in fact i don't know if you guys all know this but her vows those were all lines from different musicals <laughs> <laughs> they were so not <laughs> oh my god no we did the straight up you know og catholic vows like a like a good catholic girl <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we out. We out. I'm going to go hobble this episode later today. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go back to work. Ew. Just quit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, we make zero money from this podcast so far, but I'm just going to quit my job. I'm going to quit the job for the podcast in hopes of maybe one day we'll make a dollar. That's responsible, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Chase your dreams. Chase Chase your dreams. dreams. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I'm Brady McCleary, also known to you guys as at Brady Cam on Instagram. And with me, I am Annie at WDW Collective. And together, we make Never Growing Up podcasts for adults and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. I'm going to add that to our tagline now. <laughs> and stuff. And stuff. See you guys. Bye. Lay down and twerk. Lay down and twerk. I'm gonna make words to this one day. Mm-hmm.